0: To another edition of Maverick University, I'm your host David Hallberg. Uh, joining me today is Brother Chad Sellers. Brother Chad hey. Sellers has been in ministry for many, many years—thirty-plus years worth of ministry. Yes. Has served as an assistant pastor, as a pastor here in the United States, and has also involved in international ministry um, as a missionary uh, and um, serving the Lord in Nepal. Yes. And so, we appreciate you coming, being Good a part you. of the podcast. Thank you. You're here, a part of our missions conference, yes, and uh, you taught. In our Sunday school class that I was a part of uh, this past Sunday, and you were challenging us as young couples to serve the Lord, and, and we're very transparent about some things that had occurred uh, in your life, in your family's life, and it just struck me uh, so much that I wanted to talk with you about that and share it with other people. Uh, basically, the, 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 meth- the message is serving the Lord through sorrow, yes, um, because some things had happened in your family's life that just kind of shocked me. Yeah. And um, made me wonder, man, if something that were like that to happen to the average person, their initial reaction would be one of bitterness and how, why God, would you let this happen to my family, to us? And uh, rather than wanting to serve the Lord more, yeah. uh, I might even recoil and you know withdraw myself from doing more for the Lord. And so, obviously, human reactions are human reactions, and I, I'm not gonna speak for you, but I can't imagine that those yeah. thoughts don't go through a person's mind. But could you tell us a little bit about what I'm alluding to, and then yeah. kind of give some, some realistic human reaction and why you're still serving the Lord even through some of these difficulties? Yeah, we're privileged,
1: you know, been in Nepal for uh, some 15 years now, and, mm-hmm. and um, the ministry was started by my brother-in-law and sister, Uh, Back in 1990, they uh, had gone to school in Greenville, South Carolina, and surrendered to the field. And they got to the field in 1990. And and, um, while they were there, uh, Tana had twins. Um, uh, She became pregnant and had twins in in, uh, November of 91. And she had some struggles with the twins, uh, having those. And and then they started a children's ministry, and then they – and then Joe started a small church there. And after they had started all that work and those things, about six months afterwards, my sister was extremely sick, and they took him out of the country and took her out of the country. She was diagnosed with typhoid fever, and they treated oh her. And she was uh, she got better. They were gone for three weeks out to Thailand, and then they uh, were flying back into the country. It was during monsoons, July of ninety two, mm-hmm. and they were flying into the country. Uh, back into Kathmandu. It's during monsoons. And and the pilot made a wrong turn, flew up in the Himalayan mountains and crashed into the side of a a mountain. And it destroyed Mm. the plane, 113 people on board. There was no uh, bodies found. You know, it was, they found DNA samples of people. And that time total destruction. And it left behind a little work of 14 people, uh, two believers, and left behind the children's home with little girl and, and six boys and and um, it's a difficult you know situation sure and yeah before we even knew for sure that they were passed away you know that they had died in the crash we we knew of the crash um, I was 23 around 23 24 years old at that time and mm-hmm. uh, my dad was a pastor and the lord spoke to his heart he was a bivocational pastor and the day we heard of the crash the lord spoke to my dad's heart and said the the work in Nepal must go on, mm-hmm. and he committed himself that the work that had been started would continue, and and so that's how the work began, and uh, okay. it began under my brother and sister, and then and then after their death, my, my my mother and dad picked it up and carried it forth, and within a couple years he had stepped down from pastoring and took over the work full time. Mm-hmm. Um, that the the devastation of that, my, you know, the I don't know how people handle, you know, death. Um, I don't know; it, it's difficult. People handle it in different ways. Yes, sir. But you know, mom and dad had several things that helped them along the way. And you know, and my dad was always a man that wanted to follow God. He 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 tried to follow the Holy Spirit of God. He did follow the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. of God in his life. And and um, you know, they I, one of the things that God did for them was. You know, there was a church out in Oklahoma that had recorded Joe and Tana's uh, testimonies uh, back in. It would this would have been in eighty nine, some about six months before they had left for the field in ninety. Okay, and so um, this is
0: years before the event. This is years, yeah. Okay,
1: they, they died in ninety two, so this would have been around eighty nine. It might have been the early part of ninety because they left in July of ninety. They died okay. in ninety July of ninety two, so this it could have been the. But anyway, during that time, about six months before they left. Uh, they were out in a in a missions conference out in Oklahoma, and uh, that church had recorded their testimonies. And we, when we got the word that the crash had happened in '92, we had left and gone to Nepal. We we're there for three weeks, and uh, when we got home from there, and it had been confirmed that they were passed and they were gone, we got back to my mother and dad's house. Uh, my mother and dad, me and my brother and sister. Mm-hmm. And there was a box with videotapes in it, a videotape in it from that church. Uh, the pastor had been impressed with my, with my brother-in-law and sister's testimonies during that conference. Yeah. And so it had spoken to his heart then, but they had recordings of everyone. And, but he a hearing of the crash had taken and sent that video to my mother and dad. And when we got back from Nepal, that video was waiting. We went in the house and, and and put put that video in and during the video during her testimony in that church she's working through the book of philippians giving god all the reasons why she can't go to the mission field, which is what we do about serving the lord we give all kinds of reasons why we can't serve god Mm -hmm. you know and and you know her husband's called to the go and in her heart she knows that that god's working in their lives to do that but i can't do this or i can't do this and god's working through philippians Mm -hmm. and um, during that testimony, she said, my greatest fear about going to the mission field is dying there. Wow. And she says, but far better for me to go and be with Jesus than to stay here. I'll die here too. <laughs> and she's looking right in the camera, just like I'm looking at you now. Yeah. She's looking right in the camera when she says it. And so my mother and dad, after three weeks of being in Nepal, wondering and waiting to see if maybe something of their daughter or their son-in-law or of their five grandkids Would be found, they get back home and they their own daughter can look at them and say, "Far better for me to go and be with Jesus." And you know, there's a God just undergirds you, you know, because He lets them hear from their own daughter.
0: Yeah. uh, Well, I mean, that is truly you know supernatural. I mean, when you travel across the world to and there's no trace of a family member, but you go back home and there it is on your doorstep and there's that closure you were looking for yeah that's tremendous how god can do that for you you
1: know and and god god puts many things you know he'll put people in your way to help you and you got to be willing to listen you got to be able to look for those things and another thing that happened was you know nothing was found as we've alluded to Mm -hmm. but during their search there was one thing found of our family and and on the first day of the search they found the leather cover of my brother in law's Bible, it had Joe Collins written on the outside really? of it. You are talking about total devastation, mm-hmm. but there is there is no burns, there is no tears. Wow, it's a Complete incredible. leather cover. Yeah. The next day, they found the total entire all of his all the pages completely together, no burns, mm-hmm. no destruction to it at all. The interior of his Bible, really, and inside of that Bible were two handwritten messages that he had written, one on death and one on faith. Wow, and so you know, my that Bible was restored and given to to his mother. Mm-hmm. And my mother and dad were able to, as, along with his parents, were they were able to look at that Bible. They were able to see that God was working in mm-hmm. their heart about trusting God, believing God, walking with Him of what death meant for the Christian, and that you know that you know I'm in a better place. Yeah, for the death for the lost. Is an eternity in hell mm-hmm. um, but for the saved we have hope Amen. we have heaven yes sir and we're gonna spend eternity with our Lord and Savior and the best way to go is serving God and
0: what you just said in a minute ago is you've got to be listening to God you know yeah. he's gonna give you what you need to get through what you know the situations of life and I think truly it, it helps if you're actually walking with God sure yeah. so you can be listening for Him. And if you're yeah. if you're going through a difficulty and you're not walking with God, then you need to get in touch with Him.
1: Oh, absolutely. You know, Ephesians uh, Ephesians 3 tells us that Paul prayed for the Ephesians that they mm-hmm. would be filled with all the fullness of God. He tells mm-hmm. them abo- before that that they might know the love of God. G- God God wants the very best for us. Mm-hmm. And He knows what He's doing. He has a great plan. Mm-hmm. And he's working his plan. He's accomplishing his purposes. And we're a part of that. And, he, and he's going he's gonna to do with us and move us and do for us. He's going to provide for us, protect us. And he knows best of what needs to happen in our lives. And I think one of the things in dealing with sorrow and, 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 and staying true and, and being committed and just handling it is, is when we realize it all belongs to him anyway. Mm. I belong to Him. Yes, sir. Everything I have belongs to Him, and and I don't need to get caught up in. It's a loss. It's not. It's not a loss. I'm. My sister gained heaven. My brother-in-law gained heaven. Think about. They all went together. Their whole family. I've I've had to watch my sister die, but they never had to see separation from their kids. They yeah. have never had to be separated from one another. They were on a plane together. And they entered glory together. I mean, that's, you, know, you can't lose thoughts. something
0: that doesn't belong to you.
1: Yes, exactly right. Exactly. Wow. Right. Yeah. That's tremendous truth. You know, and and wow. when, when we can simply give ourselves to God to be used of him, to follow him, to be used for his purposes, mm-hmm. and to realize he's the one in charge and that whether he uses me for 25 or 30 years or if he uses a life for 80 or 90 years, all of that is important to God because he's accomplishing his plan and his purpose um you know we um i often have referred to a little story I, that uh of a little boy he's watching his mama cross stitch mm-hmm. and and she's doing her cross stitching and he's down in the floor he's playing and he's every occasionally he look up at his grandmama while she's you know cross stitching and uh finally he looks at his grandma and says Grandma, that's that's the ugliest thing I ever saw. And uh his grandmama takes that cross stitch and she turns it around, and it's a beautiful picture and his eyes gets real big and he says, Wow, that's beautiful. Well, it was all a matter of perspective. Yeah. We're down here looking at things from underneath, but God's up in heaven looking at the great plan that he's and the great picture he's making. Mm-hmm. And all the parts fall into place, whether it's a you know, the death of my sister going home to be with the Lord or uh of, of that family or 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 struggles and trials you go through yeah god's doing great work and and he knows him he sees the beauty of the picture even though i may not see yes it. sir and you so
0: just the, had to rely on him the story advances then your yeah. parents then serve in nepal for some time and at some point you feel led of god that you should yeah. go to nepal as well and assist them their,
1: their ministry always was under our church uh, we we uh were concerned for it we gave for it we took you know help take care of the work um and they would minister in nepal and uh and so we were uh, pastoring a church and and the lord was blessing and and uh be, god began to deal with my heart uh, about the work and and we we made plans to go and visit mm-hmm. as a pastor and as vacation sure <laughs> you know, yeah there's go visit and we'd mm-hmm. waited until our youngest was old enough to remember it and so we we made plans to go in 2008 january 2008 and right before we went god dealt with my heart about the great need of nepal and then in that my parents health health were not great my mother had two bouts of cancer my dad had, had heart failure both together in the, the mid 90s right after the death of their daughter and and uh, my sister and, and and so their health wasn't good. And so I was concerned about that. I was concerned about the work in Nepal. And so we went and visited and right before we was ready to go, God began to deal with my heart about going to the mission field. And, and, and we, we surrendered. God showed me in scripture and we surrendered to go. And, and uh, we went to the mission field and, and the whole purpose, the drive of our calling Mm -hmm. was that we were going uh, to help my mother and dad in the ministry that God had given and the scripture God gave me was uh, Colossians four seventeen. Tell Archibus to take heed to the ministry that thou hast received in the Lord that thou fulfill it. Well, part of my calling was helping fulfill that ministry that God had put in their hearts to do. And yes, that sir. had been started by my sister, brother-in-law and sister. And, um, and so we began to raise support. We raised our support in about a year and a half, a couple of years. And in January of 2010, I got to 100% support. And uh, January 10th that's Ten days later, my dad went to our home church, went in the prayer room with the men. They took prayer requests, and um, they bowed their heads to pray. And my dad t- made a long sigh and slumped over in his chair, and he never woke up hmm. and passed away and went and went to be with the Lord. Wow. And uh, we delayed leaving uh, to deal with a, a lot of those things. And we got to the field in October. Uh, the next year, we got word that my, mother, my wife's dad had lung cancer had cancer in both of his lungs and so we made a trip home to be with him to see him uh, and 10 days after we got back my mother had had a routine operation that mm-hmm. dealing with some things that she had but some things went wrong and 10 days after I got back to be with my wife's dad my mother passed away and so within a year and a half of being of raising our support my mother and dad were gone and that yeah. work of working with them was never realized yeah and uh and so it was a struggle, you know, because you felt like, you know, my goal was to work with them mm-hmm. in Nepal, and now I'm, everything's left, and we're taking taking that. And so it was a difficult, difficult time in our lives. Um,
0: yeah, when you have expectations of this is what yeah. we're going to do, we're going to go there, we're going to do this, I'm going to work with these people, I'm going to work with my mom and my dad, we're going to, you know, do something together, and that doesn't become realized, that can yeah. really give people pause and give them... Should I continue?
1: Yeah, it's diff- it was a difficult, difficult time mm-hmm. for us. And, um, you know, in addition to that, we we faced some things there that, that happened that that put more pressure on that as far as some of the ministry things that they had. And mm-hmm. um, uh, that were taken and, and, and then it felt like everything was falling apart on the mission field. You know, mm-hmm. the, the, being in that field, it seemed like everything was falling apart. So not only did we lose them, but then everything we had was falling apart. Yeah, and so it was just just a hard time um, in our lives, and you know, another guy was mentioning. If it, but for the I look back on those times, but for the grace of God, we wouldn't have been there. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things you when you know God's led you somewhere, you just have to be faithful. You just have to do what He says do. He knows best. Had He told me well, I need you to go to the mission field. This is what's going to happen. Your dad's going to die. Your mother's going to die. All this stuff's going to happen on the mission field. You know, how would I have reacted? I couldn't have handled that. Sure. Um, God knows what I can take and what I can't take. And so he He puts, you know, he allows us to see as, as we see. Our job is to be faithful. Praise the Lord. Just obey Him. be faithful.
0: Yes, sir. Yes. Um, well, I appreciate your testimony. This is tremendous, and I'm sure it'll help a lot of people who are going through difficulties, loss of loved one, and you know, trying to serve the Lord, albeit in the midst of sorrow in their lives. And I think you know, maybe your testimony could be an encouragement to them, and you know, help them to, to serve the Lord, you know, despite you know the feelings and the, the sense of loss that there's, they may have. There's,
1: there's nothing better than serving Jesus. Amen. And no matter what hard times come our way, He's worthy. He's worthy to be served no matter what.
0: Amen. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining (laughs) us, Brother Sellers. Thank you. And make sure you check out our other uh, episodes on uh, the audio-only platforms, and make sure that you check us out on YouTube as well. Watch the videos if you're just listening on audio. And make sure that you like, that you comment, that you share, uh, and subscribe uh, to the uh, podcast as well. And uh, we'd love to see this thing grow, and more people get to enjoy it as well and be helped. Thank you. God bless.